A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems, too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and, of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. AEW World's End Predictions. I'm Luke Owen, D.A.D. I'm joined by Pete Quernell, and we're going to go through the card for AEW World's End mm. and give our thoughts on to what might happen. What, not only in the matches, but our big storyline of the Devils. Mm. I mean, like, to kick things off, do you think the Devil gets revealed? Yes. I hope so. Yeah. Because they shouldn't do it any longer than they have. I think World's End is a good time to unmask. It feels like that's the right time. Yeah, like, agreed. Revealing that Joe's working with the devil on the go-home edition, I think adds a really good amount of drama going into uh, the, the the pay-per-view itself with MJF and Joe. So that's like really nice. And that feels like that's your first big domino to fall. But you kind of really need to do the reveal. Exactly. Otherwise, yes. you do run the risk of this slightly dragging out. Like I feel last week there were people being like, I'm done with this. Mm -hmm. I I just need people to reveal who it is now. Yes, I think it it has already maybe overstayed its welcome slightly. But if you're holding out for a pay-per-view, it makes sense. But you now have that pay-per-view. Don't hold out any longer. Now is the time to reveal. And it's called World's End. Yeah, right. This should should feel like it is the end of MJF's Mm -hmm. world or something like that. Yes, exactly. To reveal. Like, I guess if it is Adam Cole, Mm -hmm. then, and he's not... Uh, he's not able to do a wrestle yet i mean you don't need him to wrestle you can no. just have him cutting promos and Absolutely. like you know, and he's just got people working for him yeah uh or you know and then he's recruiting people to kind of like mm-hmm. join his ranks and stuff reveal you know we've got to reveal who are the other members of the party patrol are the, mm-hmm. and now the ring of honor tag champions and stuff yeah but yeah I, f- I feel that this is the show to do it like that's your ending moment of 2024 is revealing mm-hmm. who the devil is and it's kyle o'reilly yeah i mean kyle feels like a good option i think it's my best option mm-hmm. for me i would love it if it's it not, is not brit baker not brit baker because i think that would be bad um <laughs> uh just you wait uh, yeah i know but i think if it is someone that's a bit obvious people are gonna go like oh well all right i guess yeah wasn't really worth all the hype you know but i think of returning it's a return Kyle riley oh my god oh we know him oh this history oh adam cole like all like the layers of yeah going into it makes the reveal important um yeah, if it's like Wardlow, it's like, okay. Yeah. Don't think you needed all of that, Wardlow, mate. It, it kind of like we, like we had an ultra chat last week that said, hey, it could be Don Callis. He's not been on TV for a while. And I was like, well, Callis, you know, it would be great because he's Don Callis, mm-hmm. but he was just on Dynamite this week. And yeah. So I was like, I don't think it's him now. Yeah. I think if it was Wardlow as well, like if Wardlow is part of the party patrol, that's one thing. Fine. Yeah. But if he's the devil, yeah. like, 
Well, he's also been cutting loads of promos on MJF. Yeah, like, I don't, yeah. I don't think we needed both of these avenues exactly. other than to be one big red herring. Yes. So I think it needs to be a name that it's either Adam Cole mm-hmm. or it is a name that no one has really not thought of because a lot of people have said Kyle O'Reilly, but mm. he's not in the conversation a lot because yes. he's not on TV. So exactly. as, you, as you said, someone who's returning or debuting. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But let's get into the card itself. Why don't you let us know your thoughts uh, for predictions in the comments down below. Also, while you're here, give us a subscribe if you haven't already. Give us a little thumbs up. Make sure you check out all of our end of year awards uh, that we've got going on here on the Rest of Podcast channel. We did Wrestler of the Year, Pay-Per-View of the Year. Obviously, World's End's not winning. Um, we've had a Match of the Year. Mm. Um, which We've had a lot of awards go out. And most of them, I would say, have gone down well. <laughs> Look, it's not just us. It was voted on. It's democracy. I don't know, Pete. I've checked the comments. They, they seem to think that it was all us yeah. that, that put these together. We just picked them because yep, we just... felt like it. Uh, but anyway, let's get into this card here. Uh, we're going to start with the pre-show. It's hard to do the Battle Royal. They announced a Battle Royal on this show. It's happening on the pre-show. It's a 20-man Battle Royal for a future shot at the TNT Championship. Um, but no participants were announced. I would imagine a Trent Beretta will be in it. Mm-hmm. A Rocky Romero will be in there. An mm-hmm. Action Andretti with his water bottle will be in there. Yeah. But uh, given that we don't know the participants, can we do a prediction for the Battle Royal? I've got one. Oh, go on then. Nick Wayne. Ooh. I think that'd be really That's fun. That's fun. Regardless of who wins the Adam Copeland-Christian Cage match, I think there's some really fun dynamics in there. Yeah, it's not bad. Because it's not just for a TNT title shot. They specifically have mentioned on this uh, week's episode of Dynamite, where it's like, it's for a TNT title shot, anytime, anywhere. It's like a money in the bank cash in. So, but it's the it's the the poker chip. Right? Because remember they had the poker yeah, chip yeah, last yeah. year, where all of a sudden that was given like money in the bank things yeah, as I well, and, and MJF yeah. was sat there with the poker chip. So yeah. it, it's, it's the poker chip gimmick, mm-hmm. but it's at world's end. Yes. And I don't think you, I mean, maybe you will win a prize. Maybe. A little hat or something. <laughs> <laughs> you wear around backstage, you'd be like, yeah. ma'am. <laughs> McCashin. <laughs> oh, crown, you could have a Christmas cracker or something. <laughs> Little paper hat. Um, yeah, I, I like that. Nick, oh, yeah, Wayne, Nick Wayne's a good shout. Yeah. Uh, on that scene, I'll say uh, Luchasaurus. I was going to say Kill Switch. Kill Switch would be quite is, a, is a good option. Uh, who else could it be? Jeff Jarrett. Mm-hmm. I'd imagine a Jay Lee. Actually, you know what? Jay Lethal being in there and like that's his storyline coming out of the the C two mm-hmm. is he comes in there with this renewed vigor and passion. He's like, mm-hmm. I lost every match in the C two, so yeah. I'm going to prove myself here. And you kind of see the start of this new, more serious Jay Lethal. Mm-hmm. Like that's an option cool. there. Mark Briscoe would be great as well. I was also going to say that. Yeah. yeah, coming off the back of the C two, I'd like to see some people from c2 in this and mm. getting some you know learning some things about themselves from that tournament used in this battle royal absolutely um i'll say nick wayne that's my official prediction for that one i'll say mo <laughs> <laughs> uh, i'm gonna say mark briscoe cool there you go nice uh for the ftw championship in an ft rules match it's hook versus wheelie Utah. okay was that was that hook a or okay that was Okay. Yep, this is a match you that's happening. You hate the FTW Championship. I don't get it. I like the FTW belts. Yeah. I like it. I mean, that's just because it's. I like the 90s. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, I think it's a fun little gimmick. These will be fun little hardcore matches. Mm-hmm. You know, and this it's it's perfect for the pre-show. I am think I'm ready for Hook to take those next steps. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, because for me, this is mostly a waste of time. In that I don't feel like it accomplishes anything. It's just like... 
here's a match. Okay. It, and everybody is in exactly the same spot before and after. Yeah, that's true. And it, that, it's just, it doesn't elevate anybody. It, nothing's happening with this belt. No. And it's also not officially recognized or whatever nonsense they want to talk about this time. Regardless, though, I think Hook's winning. Yeah, I think Hook's winning as well. <laughs> um, for the finals of the Continental <sighs> Classic. Here we go. We're now into the main show here, everyone. Here we go. It's the match that I, I thought we might get mm -hmm. when this the brackets were first announced. I was on the tube with Tempest and I said, Kingston Moxley in the finals. Mm -hmm. It's in New York, mm -hmm. Long Island. I think that's part of New York, or at least it's close. Yep. Um, this is the match I thought we were going to get. Mm -hmm. Hot dog, am I so excited for this match. I'm though. so pumped. I loved the C2. Mm -hmm. Absolutely adored the C2 from start to end. I just thought it was so, so good. I thought it was booked so brilliantly on both brackets, mm -hmm. like in both the gold and blue league. Because I thought you know, there was a lot of people who were more into the blue league because it was a bit more swingy. <laughs> yeah. But I kind of loved how the gold league, despite the fact they had those dominating presences of of um, Moxley and Swerve, it ended up in this triple threat. Like mm -hmm. I thought a lot of this came together so, so wonderfully. And so I love that Moxley's won the gold league because that's great. But man, Eddie winning the Blue League, being the, the comeback kid in mm -hmm. this, I'm so excited for him versus Mox because this is going to be like, oh, this is real. Like this, yeah. is, this, is one, this is one of those matches where it's like, I don't think the guys in the ring know that wrestling mm -hmm. is predetermined. Yeah. I'm, I feel like this is a Kingston win. Mm -hmm. Like this, this is Kingston's, this is what he wants. Like, you know, the, when the tournament was first announced, everyone was like, oh, it's a tournament for Danielson. And it sort of was. It's a tournament Danielson's always wanted to work. But really, this is Kingston's story. It's his belts that are up. He wants to be that modern day triple crown champion, just like his heroes in the 90s were. So it kind of feels like this is Kingston's story. This is Kingston's match. Not only has he overcome Danielson in beating him, he's beaten Claudio in this and then beaten Moxley beating like three members of the BCC. That's a pretty good run. I got to think this is a Kingston win. Yeah, I think this has to be. Like like you said, the C2 is Kingston's story. Um, and I loved that it didn't seem like it was necessarily going to be. Because when it first started and it said like, you know, all the belts were up for grabs, it's like, okay, bit weird, but okay. And then Kingston lost his first two matches. You're like, oh, this is just a way to get the belts off Kingston. Oh, oh no. And then the story just flipped. And now it's Kingston is the comeback guy and he goes back to the finals and he beats Danielson. And oh, it's it's a perfect comeback story. And it has to be capped off with the final boss being Moxley. Not just because of the C2 and how perfectly it was booked, but all of their history together in AEW as well, with Kingston mm -hmm. and Mox being incredible, you know, tag team partners and rivals and all sorts. This to me, and especially with Dynamite this week when it was announced it was Kingston Moxley and Moxley's promo afterwards just said to me well Kingston's gonna win but I'm gonna make it really difficult and you're gonna have to earn this spot and it just creates that extra level of adversity for Kingston to overcome this is Kingston's story and it needs to end with Kingston winning it will be such a big moment and it will be perfect i can't wait yeah i think this match is going to rule i think so as well because like kingston is going in there with this all of this fire mm -hmm. of like this is in new york-ish mm -hmm. uh and it is like the, i mean i don't know like the complete geography of new york slash long island i'm pretty sure they're quite close together mm -hmm. because whenever they do these sorts of shows they're like full of new yorkers and like ox even said on dynamo it's like you know everyone in the building is going to be loving you mm. because you're going to be like the hometown yeah. boy and stuff and so it's going to be 
emotional as all get out if he does win the belt. Equally, though, it'll be just as emotional if he doesn't. Oh, God, no. He can't falter again. It'll be heartbreaking if he doesn't. But yeah, I've I've got to think it's it's Mox, uh, it's Kingston getting the win here. Yeah, it's got to be. I've been, I've loved Moxley in this tournament. Mm, I think he's been so, so great. Yeah. Uh, up next for the AEW TBS Championship it is Julia Hart taking on Abaddon. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, a, a surprising little push for Abaddon mm. in a way. Like they came back to TV for for Halloween. You're like, oh look, it's the annual spooky time. Bring out Abaddon for a match. <laughs> like, hey, you know, you just do your little Halloween plunder or mm-hmm. pumpkin and whatnot, and then off you pop and we won't see you for, until next October. Mm-hmm. It was like the Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> Won't be seeing you, Jack Skellington, until we need you again. But Abaddon's like, like they've got a push yeah. out of this. Yeah. And like, you know, they they had a little run and they've been picking up wins. Mm-hmm. And they now are facing off against Julia Hart. And I think this is gonna be uh, Julia Hart's massively over. Mm-hmm. I, I think this this should be fairly good. I'm I'm pretty sure Hart's retaining. I wonder yep. if there's gonna be some sky blue shenanigans in there. But uh, yeah, I, th- I think this is a heart retention. But I'm very pleased to see Abaddon get featured mm-hmm. on TV. Absolutely, same. Uh, and I'm really happy to see like Julia Hart consistently kind of being featured on TV leading up to this. Having another TBS title match is really good. Um, yeah, I think there will be sky blue interference. Um, kind of like the 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 um, what's the word I'm looking for? Paying her back for the interference from Hart on Dynamite and stuff like that. Their new alliance that they're forming. Um, yeah, I, I think a heart retains here, but it should be a good match. Yeah, I think this, this should be pretty good. Pretty good. Um, speaking of the women, AEW Women's World Championship on the line as Timeless Tony Storm takes on Riho. This is a Tony Storm. Tony Storm's winning. A Tony Storm retention here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty, yep. pretty confident yep. In, yep. in that one. I think it'll be good, though. Yeah, yeah. I really like Tony Storm. I really like her gimmick. I really like her wrestling as part of this gimmick, Ollie Davis. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I think Tony Storm's going to retain here, and I think it'll be really fun because Riho is always great. Yeah, Riho's—it's it's been wonderful having her back on TV, and I think we are building towards that Tony Storm Mariah May mm-hmm. match. I don't think that would be a, probably not Revolution. Like, I wonder if we'll save that for maybe. like Double or Nothing or something, mm-hmm. or maybe the In Between pay per view. But that's kind of the the story we're building to and getting to. So, giving Tony Storm a, a good title defense over a former champion in mm-hmm. Rio just like elevates that run that little bit more. Yeah. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t-shirts to those facing homelessness. 
If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Uh, announced on Dynamite this week in a change to what was previously advertised. This mm-hmm. was supposed to be for the AEW Tag Team Championship, but unfortunately, Kenny Omega fell very, very ill. So instead, we've got an eight-man tag match as Ricky Starks and Big Bill, the tag champions team, with the Don Callis family of Carl Fletcher and Powerhouse Hobbs to take on Sting and Darby Allen and a reuniting, a reunited rather, Las Sex Gods, Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara. Mm-hmm. I would imagine that this is Starks pinning uh, Fletcher. Oh, sorry, Starks probably pinning. Sorry, I'll try that. I'll try that sentence again. <laughs> I'm full of Christmas. So yes, I, I just need to get this back out of my, back into my system. Mm-hmm. I would imagine mm-hmm. this would be Sammy Guevara getting a pin over Starks or Big Bill, mm-hmm. probably Starks, mm-hmm. to set up less sex gods going for the tag titles off yeah. of uh, Bill and Rick. Yeah, I I would tend to agree. I think the baby faces are winning here. I don't know whether this would be a way to protect the tag champs by having other people that can be pinned um, that aren't the tag champs. So it's kind of the opposite of what you're saying. It's, it's actually a way to protect them rather than have them be pinned and go on to the, to the feud. It might just be a case of Jericho and Guevara win this match alongside Sting and Darby. And they're like, well, we won that match. So now we're going to go for the tag titles because you lost that match, even if they're not directly pinned. But regardless, I think the babyface team wins here. Um, I am curious as to why it's not just Jericho and Guevara versus Starks and Bill. Cause I would have thought that would have been an easier way to, integrate it's like oh jericho needs a partner mm-hmm. no one's going to be there for him blah 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 and then you have Guevara come in and and reunite that way i guess i mean kind of sort of about some of the dynamite show mm. yesterday but I, I guess it's because you had to get sammy out of the, the callous family mm-hmm. and turn him baby face yeah so it's like well we got to do that bit first so mm-hmm. and then we can get to the the tag yes. title match but like yeah like you're right like it, it may probably makes more sense just to go like at sammy yeah <laughs> sammy's the replacement <laughs> yeah. partner surely i mean sure there would have been people who'd be like wasn't he yeah. Wasn't he a heel? Yeah, pretty sure part of the, the Don Callis family, but I like, feel like there's a way. I don't know what that way is, but I think there's a way. Yeah, you know, this this is a plans change yes. type of deal, um, and it's an eight man tag. They it's, usually, it's probably fun. They're, probably they're, gonna be fun. I mean, it's Sting. Yeah, like it's Sting and it's Darby Allen. I think Darby and Sammy will be quite fun on the mm. same team. Like there should be some really good stuff around that. Nice to see Carl Fletcher get on t- onto pay per view. Yeah, poor old Takeshita though. Like, push, yeah, pushed to the wayside. Yeah, what happened with him? Um, I just, yeah, I don't feel that like this is doing much for Hobbs. No. Yeah, that that's my only like. If I'm gonna if I'm gonna add a little bit of negative uh, salt and mm-hmm. pepper to this, I don't think this is doing anything for powerhouse Hobbs. No, he got a painting. 
For the TNT Championship, it is Christian Cage defending against Adam Copeland. The match they had on Dynamite a couple mm -hmm. of weeks ago was rad. So I'm really excited for this, particularly in the no DQ format. Mm -hmm. Probably a lot of crowd brawling. Um, they'll probably do a lot of backstage fighting. A uh, lot of interference from young Nick Wayne and Killswitch and Shayna Wayner, probably. I, Shayna Wayner? Shayna Wayner. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Here's my big, bold prediction for this show. Mm -hmm. Beth Phoenix is getting involved. Ooh, that's fun. I think Beth Phoenix comes out to even up the odds against mm. Shayna Wayner and mm. like, you know, takes her out with a spear Ooh. or some such. Gives gives Nick Wayne a spear or something. What's, what's FTR doing these days? Uh, feuding with the House of Black on Collision. Drake Mercury get involved here? Help, I mean, help yeah. out Copeland? Yeah. They're mates? Yeah, but it sort of ruins their story somewhat because the story with I the suppose. House of Black is you've got no mates. Yeah. So Yeah, you, maybe not. I mean, it would... Ideally, it would be FTR yeah. because you've already got a pre-established relationship with them. But well, I was thinking it could be FTR and Beth. Yeah. You have FTR to neutralize Nick and Killswitch mm -hmm. and then you have Beth come out for Shane Wayner. Shane Wayner. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, don't, know. I don't know. That's my big bold thing. Yeah. I think Beth is on this show. That'd be really cool. Um, but yeah, I. But does that mean that Copeland's winning the TNT title? Because mm -hmm. it works so well on Christian, mm -hmm. and I kind of just want to keep seeing Christian with the belt. And you know, eventually we're going to be going back to these two as a as a tag team. But maybe the way to do that is because you do need to kind of break up the patriarchy, turn Christian back into a baby face so he can then start teaming with with Copeland. Mm -hmm. So maybe getting the belt off him is like, that's step one mm -hmm. of us getting to our end goal of E and C reunite. What do you think? I think Copeland's winning the belt here. I think that the no DQ step could lead to a lot of heel shenanigans. There could be a lot of kill switch interference, Nick Wayne interference, Shana Wayne interference, etc. But I think that Copeland will prevail at the end of it. Um, I think it's going to lead to a real feel-good moment when he does it. And I think that the no-DQ step could also lead to a lot of shenanigans from Copeland. And he kind of evens the odds by being a bit underhanded. Bringing out Gangrel. Yeah, 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 exactly, yeah. Uh, or, you know, there could be a concerto or two. Who knows? You know, get, get mm -hmm. you know, smash Nick Wayne's head in again in front of his <laughs> mum. You know, stuff like the that. The big baby face that yeah, he is. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Uh, so I think that the no-DQ step is actually really interesting for this match. I think there's a lot of weight behind it and what it could mean for the match um, but I do think that Copeland's going to win in the end yeah I, th I think I mean particularly because Copeland didn't win on Dynamite mm -hmm. I feel like doing round two of this Copeland gets the win this time you could do a, a third match the rubber match in the mm -hmm. in the trilogy at the next pay-per-view or in a special episode of Dynamite or Collision or something but yeah I think maybe it's yeah Copeland wins here mm -hmm. but I'm really excited I think it's going to be a really good match yeah in a singles match finally paying off this storyline that probably should have happened Eight or so months ago, maybe even think, longer, think than longer than that. Think it's longer than that. Longer than that. Probably a year ago, maybe. Mm -hmm. uh, Swerve Strickland versus Keith Lee. Uh, they had quite an awkward little segment to, to set this up on on Dynamite, which mm -hmm. we discussed yesterday. But we're here now. It's Swerve and it's Keith Lee. Yeah. Uh, this is good for Swerve to keep on pay per view. You know, it's, he's on a great run of form on mm -hmm. pay per views in big matches with Hangman Page, and then a great run through the C2. So I'm, I would rather him be here and beating Keith Lee in a good match than Strickland not being on the pay-per-view at all. I agree. Why wasn't this done a year ago? 
<laughs> for, yes. for this very reason, Peter. Oh, we were it's... saving this smash for when I, we need it. I this is like cannot. this is the ripcord. <laughs> pull, pull in case of emergency. You cannot. Like I already would have spoken about this on Dynamite so I'm not going to go over it again. But I, yeah, I really love that Swerve's on this pay per view. He absolutely needs to win here. I swear to God, if Keith Lee wins, I love Keith Lee. He's one of our boys. One of the boys. But it is not his time. No. It is Swerve's time. He is the man right now. Sure is. Um, but yes, I want Swerve to win in a great match. Yeah. Because I know they are capable of putting on a great match. It's, it's great to see Keith on pay-per-view as well. Yeah. So, yeah. Crazy, that. I mean, sure, like, sure, there are a lot of like things in the negative comments of being like, probably should have done a year ago. Mm -hmm. This is, it feels like a bit of a step down for old Swerve after the, the hangman Mm -hmm. wars and, and then the great and then the C2 and then yeah. it's like oh no it's Keith Lee yeah. but like yeah, it was a, yeah, a couple of marks there but man I think the positives more outweigh the negatives which is like hey I get to see Keith Lee on pay-per-view I get mm -hmm. to see Strange Strickland on pay-per-view I get to yeah. see them have a match on pay-per-view like hey yeah. I get to see Prince Nana do the dance on pay-per-view yeah. hey this is great um Speaking of uh, singles matches, a little grudge match here, which has sort of been brewing in the background of mm -hmm. the C2, which I've, I've quite enjoyed, which is Miro and Andrade El Idolo. Mm -hmm. CJ Perry is now the manager of Andrade, and that has angered Miro. She's like picking people that are just going to make her husband angry so that she can kind of like woo him back mm. and they can be a, a partnership again. But he made the promise that he would not touch Andrade while the C2 was on. But now the C2 is over, so I'm getting my match with Andrade. Mm -hmm. And I would like to think that these two are going to come out swinging, and these two are going to have a really heated match. There'll be a lot of storyline shenanigans because there's the CJ Perry involvement. I also think that Andrade wins here. Hmm, interesting. Okay. I actually don't know who's winning this one. I think that Andrade could use the momentum a little bit more because he had a great showing in the C2 and put on great matches and stuff, but he was kind of like sort of at the top, but then kind of middling. Like he was fine throughout the whole C2 um, in terms of like positioning on the, on the tables and stuff. So I think he could use like a big win here to be like, he's continuing with momentum from the C2 to mm. go into something more meaningful. Cause he came um, third in the yeah, blue league in blue league. Yeah. So he was pretty close to, to getting into that, but it is like mid delish depending. Um, but then I, I think he could use the win more than Miro here, but also Miro could use the win more than Andrade because he's not really been seen as much. So that can position him into a more meaningful spot. And he has the story with CJ going on. So there's a lot of factors here. I genuinely don't know who needs this win more out of the two of them. You predicted Andrade, right? I'm going with Andrade. I could see him, you know, CJ's a little trip of the leg. Sure. Yeah. And he runs yeah, the yeah, leg yeah. and that that's just like, you know, I'm going to shatter you for a little bit. Mm -hmm. Turns around Hamlock DDT. Mm -hmm. I'll predict Miro. Just for fun. Just for fun. We'll go different. Yeah. Uh, so our first time going to difference as well, because yeah. I think we both <laughs> Crazy. said Swerve, right? yeah, well, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's definitely Swerve. Uh, and then, which brings us to our finale here, the main event for the AEW World Championship. It is mm -hmm. MJF versus Samoa Joe in their rematch from Grand Slam, an awesome match that they had there. This one now with the extra added drama of the devil mm -hmm. and Joe working alongside the devil, the Putty Patrol winning the ROH tag titles, what does this mean for MJF going in all alone an island unto himself against this invading force? I think this is going to be rad. I have a feeling it is going to be overbooked. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, I think this is going to be like proper attitude era pay-per-view finale 
massively overbooked ref bumps run-ins weapons wazoos you know pyro and ballyhoo and all this sort of stuff i think this is going to be massively overbooked but i think it's going to be all the more fun for it mm. i think it's just going to be like layer upon layer upon layer upon layer i think it might get too, like we saw at full gear you take it that slight step too far and then it becomes like oh you've overbooked this pudding mm -hmm. But I think that hopefully lessons learned and you can get the right balance of that overbooking mm -hmm. when you get into that schmoz finish. Mm -hmm. I, I think MJF retains, spends the whole of 2023 as the champion. He's going into 2024, not under contract. Mm -hmm. Or do you end off the year with Samoa Joe holding aloft the belt and MJF not signed to AEW, you know, the number 30 spot in the Royal Rumble? Imagine. Um, he's he's resigned. I'm predicting... Samoa Joe wins here. Yeah. Because I think it's a really nice parallel. I know, I know not everything is about CM Punk. <laughs> but, all right, one of the best. But when you think about but it. But when it you is. think about it. But one of the one of the most like bold and really interesting choices that they made was to have MGF beat Punk in Chicago, right? Mm -hmm. And to mirror that moment, to have MGF lose in his hometown of Long Island. With, like, the devil shenanigans involved, Joe is your world champion, and MGF losing in his hometown, I think makes this, like, it would be an incredible moment. They might overbook it, and they might blow it, but I think with the combined reveal of the devil plus Joe winning, that is the end yeah, of the show. Right, like Joe holding the title aloft, devil's revealed, Max is distraught on the outside. That's the end of the show. That is world's end. It's his world's end. That's it. Like it, all, it is set up quite nicely for it to be a Joe win. Yeah. Oh man, I mean, you're kind of talking me into it. Like, I'm, I think I'm going to stick with my guns to MGF mm -hmm. for funsies. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I you've totally talked me into it being a Samoa Joe win. Samoa I, Joe ends off this year as, 20, as AEW champion. I wouldn't be upset. If no, Samoa God, Joe wins. absolutely Wouldn't not, be upset no. if Samoa Joe wins. If MGF wins, still happy with that. I love MGF as world champion. But if Samoa Joe wins, I think it makes sense. I think you're right as well. Like, if you're going to do the devil reveal, mm -hmm. you kind of want to have it where they're on top. Yes, Like, you know, exactly. they are now sort of, like, ruling the world. Because then you don't want it to feel underwhelming if Max wins and then the devil goes, ah, but it's me! And you go, okay, <laughs> All right. I, I won. So... With, you, with your group of losers, Yeah, so who cares, right? But if he's just lost... The devil helps Joe win, yeah. and then the devil unmasks. Like that is, I think, is a good moment. I like the. I, you know what? The more I think about it, the more I, f I love that this show is called World's Ends. Yeah, because it feels like it's quite thematic yes. now for for the story they've got going in, which is quite lovely, really. Um, yeah, you've, you've talked me into it. Mm -hmm. I like that a lot, Pete. Yeah. I like it a lot. What do you think, though? Let us know in the comments down below. What do you think is going to happen at World's End? Do you think that Samoa Joe is going to win the AEW World Championship? Let us know in the comments. Give us a subscribe if you haven't already. We are on our way to 85K. We're actually fairly close, like 2,500 away from 85K. So thank you very much for helping us get to that goal. Give us a like as well because it helps in the algorithm and all that good jazz. And we will see you tomorrow. Uh, no, not tomorrow. Sunday. Sunday. Yes, Sunday. Yes. Because that'll be the AEW World's End review. Yes. Ollie and Dan Layton will be doing that. There's no SmackDown review tomorrow. Mm -hmm. That's right. It's going out on yep. Friday. Yes. yes. There's no SmackDown review uh, going out tomorrow because yes. um, everyone's off. Everyone's off. Uh, and also, I don't think they're having a show. I think it's a taped show. It's a taped show. I, I don't know if it's a clip show like Raw's was or if yeah. it's just like a pre-taped 
good shot. I don't know. A deedly dee. We'll yes. find out. We're but off anyway. We're off anyway. So we'll be back on the 31st with the review of World's End. And then in the new year, back to normal. All the shows that you love are being reviewed, apart from Modern well, No Collision anyway. So we'll be reviewing all of those shows. Thank you all so much for joining us. I've been Link Owen, DAD. That has been Pete Quinnell. Jam that jam. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.